0: The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au.
1: All of you are welcome to the today Dharma talk. So today, my turn for this month. <laughs> so last month talk I did in the 30, 31st of last month so now today i'm doing this talk so then uh, uh, today uh, i thought to talk about uh, the how this uh, we have to train our mind to not to fall into the uh, unskillful states because when our mind falls into unskillful mental states, so it leads to the unskillful verbal actions and bodily actions. So that is the thing we we should understand and keep in mind. Because this body and mind is a natural phenomena, It is automatically works uh, according to the way you are trained or you are practiced. So then... Uh, when you encounter different uh, situations, different objects, mind automatically works. And then your verbal actions, bodily actions coming behind this, uh, the, your mental actions. It is a part of the system. So it is not only for you. Only, it is common for all living beings. So this is the nature. So that's why Lord Buddha encouraged people to practice the right thing. So that means he, uh, seal or the uh, how do you say virtue? Practice virtue. So, it, if you are practice virtue, then it is helpful you to behave well in uh, when you are facing difficult situations or when you are dealing with other people living in this world. So that's why it is important to uh, listen to them, their their teachings. Uh, whatever religion, all religions mostly teach the good things to people. But some, some places, the, the people, when they're going to describe too far, so they go to the wrong states. But actually, when you go to the basics of the, any religion, actually they, those things leads to the, the good mental states. So, they, to cultivate good, good mentality. So, once you cultivate good mentality, it leads to good, the uh, verbal actions and bodily actions. So this is an important thing. So that's why it is important to to keep in mind the basics of these all religions. Or the, the now we are talking about Buddhism. So then uh, the Buddhist teachings, the basic Buddhist teachings. Then it is helpful you to maintain your mentality in a in a good uh, the good way or the good uh, mentality you can cultivate and use so lord buddha say the mind is the forerunner so if you if your mind behave bad or they go to the wrong mental states it leads to the the wrong verbal actions and bodily actions which creates more suffering to you unhappiness so when you practice, uh, the, the you, when you tame your mind, listen, first the thing is, when you associate with good people, because mind is not yours, it is a part of the world. So this mind arises based on causes and conditions. This is the most important thing, according to Buddhism, we have to understand. So that's why... It is important to associate with good people, the people who live in this world in a good way, practicing good uh, virtue, they are practicing good verbal behaviors and bodily behaviors. You have to uh, associate with such people. Then you uh, naturally you cultivate good uh, uh, mental actions, the mentality and then verbal actions and bodily actions. Otherwise, this—if you think you are going to control these things and I am going to be good—yeah, it is okay. But then you have to find out what is good and what is bad. So how you judge good and bad? These judgments come to you based on your view of how you see this life, how you take this life, how you how you train to 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 uh, deal with objects in your past. The, the, the different situations, different circumstances, how you are trained to deal with those uh, uh, circumstances or the situations or encountering the different uh, things. So this training actually comes from how, where you live, with whom you associate early. So mostly come from your parents or later your friends. This is a gradual process of happening things. This is a this is a, the the consequential. It is sequential. So that's why the Lord Buddha say you have to carefully examine what is beneficial and what is non beneficial, what is good and what is bad. Lord Buddha in brief says, this uh, greed based actions and hatred based actions are unskillful, leads to suffering, <laughs> leads to unhappiness. Sooner or later, you will face the unhappiness and uh, remorse within yourself. So that's why Lord Buddha encourage to first identify the, this, uh, the greed-based, hatred-based actions, and these are unskillful. All this uh, hate speech, uh, this uh, divisive speech, uh, uh, false speech, all these kind of the wrong speech leads to suffering. And uh, the these uh, these are come from the wrong uh, relation, the wrong understanding about the life, how this life works. So we think we can do these bad things, and later we we can behave well. But this uh, wrong actions coming behind us. So the people, because once you do something wrong, so the some other people see you, and they. They keep oh, this guy is like this. Uh, so they have the wrong understanding. That means not good understanding, bad understanding about. Sometimes they react then in a different way. If you always behave well, so they no one keep uh, the 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 uh, ill will or harmful thoughts regarding you. So this is a this is a sequence of happening things in your life. So that's why. Lord Buddha encourage all always to practice the good good things, the good uh, verbal actions and bodily actions. So it leads to the, your future happiness. So how how you find out uh, this? Uh, so the so the in, in in if you if you say in basics in Buddhism, if we take this body and mind is a natural phenomena. And uh, all feelings, perceptions arise in this moment based on your past uh, actions, past training. So these are maybe good or maybe not good. So that's why first thing you have, you, you must train to let go most of the things and train your mind to be calm and quiet. And let, first thing to let go and then review. What arise, arose in my mind, whether this is skillful or unskillful. So, that is, that, that is a type of mindfulness. You are trained yourself. So, this this training you can get if you believe this is a natural phenomena. This body and mind work based on your past uh, training or past the, the understanding. But it is good to review now. Again, before use it, use that feelings, perceptions, volitions arise within us. So then the, for doing it, first you have to cut off the value of the, the whatever thing arises within you and let it be and then review again. So this reviewing, you have to train yourself. So then you can deal with uh, the your f- inner feelings, perceptions and volitions wisely. So, not to fall into the, the unskillful verbal actions or bodily actions. So, the, the important thing is this unskillful verbal actions and bodily actions, basically you learn when you, when you are li- where you are living. So, in the, in the other, the, in the opposite, the skillful verbal actions and bodily actions also you learn from the society where you are living. So how do you, the the uh, the the lord buddha give the guidelines to understand what is skillful and what is unskillful So that's why lord buddha say this, this greed based verbal actions and bodily actions leads to suffering So it's that means the, this uh, the all false speech or the all the the uh, um, hate speech this kind of actions arise because the greed and hatred arise within you. So that's why when it arises within us, so then we have to let it be, and let them fade away and disappear. This is a training. You have to train yourself. It it doesn't arise automatically within yourself. You have to train yourself to to behave like that, let go things, be calm, be quiet. So once it happens, you can think first. Mind is the forerunner. You have to think, or oh, next time, I, when I encounter this kind of situation, I don't behave like this. I first let the things be. I don't speak. I don't act bodily. I'm, I, I'll wait a little bit to calm down my mind. And then I will think again and do the right thing right verbal action or bodily action, then I use. So that kind of uh, thinking you have to develop. Once you fall into the wrong verbal action or bodily action, so then you have to review and determine, next time I will do like this. So you have to choose the right actions and the right verbal actions and bodily actions you have to choose and determine to use those things. And train your mind to use it. First thing, train your mind to be calm. Not to speak, not to act. So then you can, you can choose the right thing. Otherwise your, your verbal actions and bodily actions jump up and go in front. (laughs) Because your mind is so fast. So that's why it is important to let go things. So that letting go is the third noble truth. That's, uh, that's uh, the second noble truth is the craving, wanting arise within your mind. You have to suppress and let go. The, the, the Lord Buddha teach people to just let go the craving, wanting arise within your heart. So the third, the third noble truth is, chago sāgo. you just let go, give away things, <laughs> and cut off the, this thinking process. So this, upadana, uh, taking in things, you have to stop and wait. Then once you let go, you you liberate your mind. Then your anger, hatred disappear. So then you can deal again in the proper way. So that's why it is important to practice meditation time to in your life. In your if you if you able to practice daily, you have to reserve a time period and practice daily to let go things. So when you train your mind to let go and calm down and achieve the peacefulness of your mind. It is really helpful when you are facing in difficult situations. You can quickly shut down your mouth and bodily actions, and you can peacefully wait and then review what you faced and how you deal with the situation skillfully. So this is the briefly I am Explaining this, how uh, this one, this is a, this is a two uh, verses of Dhammapada. I use, uh, I remind myself, and I, uh, I would like to read it, so then you can ask questions the, regarding these things. So this is, a, this is, a, a Acharya Buddha Rakita's translation. Uh, these are come in uh, the minor collection of uh, Tipitaka, the Kuddaka Nikaya, Dhammapada, Yamakavaka. This is the first two of the Dhammapada. Mind precedes all mental states. Mind is their chief. They are all mind wrote or mind made. If, with an uh, impure mind, a person speaks or acts, uh, suffering follows him, like the wheel that follows the foot of the ox. So, this is the second one. The mind precedes all mental states. Mind is their chief. They are all mind-wrought, mind-made. If with a pure mind a person speaks or acts, happiness follows him like his never-departing shadow. So these are the two verses of Dhammapada. So the important thing is mind proceeds. The mind is the one going first. So that's why it is good to train your mind to behave well or let go things. So, so that's that. Is why this meditation or associating with good people and cultivate a good mental habits is good. It leads to so. Even now, nowadays, I think even the the psychologists and these kind of people also encourage the mindfulness and all these things, because it is helpful to maintain the well being of the society, well being of your own uh, the Things that means your well-being, personal well-being, also based on this this kind of training. So it is helpful to keep in mind to use these knowledges. So these are come in um, in in other religions also. If you believe the God, some people believe God, so it is okay. So then you you take this body and mind. Based on the God's wish, so then you are kind to it. You are not going, going to control and uh, control yourself or other people. In the same way, the Buddhism says the this mind is a natural phenomena, so it run based on causes and conditions. So once you you are Kind to yourself, then you can cultivate kindness, softness, gentleness to all other living beings because their minds and bodies also run based on causes and conditions. We we try to try to say this that is that person's wrongdoing. This person it is there is no personalities, personalities, but their karma, their past habits are supporting. That is true. So all these things depend on. Their way of where who with whom they were associate with early. So that's why how their minds make up comes. So it is a part of the 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 natural phenomena in this world. So therefore, it is not not good to blame other people or blame yourself. So only thing we can do, to to cultivate um, the good mentality, good verbal actions, bodily actions. In the same time, we can encourage other people also to do the same thing, cultivate good mental the actions and bodily actions and verbal actions. So, encourage them to do, inspire them to do the right thing, based on the right understanding about this body and mind. Otherwise, we just blame to personalities, persons. So we take that person's wrongdoing, this person's wrongdoing, that's why this thing happened, that thing happened. That that is actually not much helpful, you to bring the peacefulness in your mind and cultivate the good verbal actions, bodily actions, and uh, these uh, uh, mental actions. So these things cultivate if you see things in the right way. So if you have any questions, you can ask now.
2: Thanks for the talk. Um, so my question would be, um, you bring up that um, all the things around us affect our mind and that sort of a thing, which is all very true. So it's important to have good habits. Like mm. um, you might have overheard you say meditation mm. and um, letting go of things and uh, mm. cult, being around good quality mm. people because all mm. that affects our mind. Um, mm. What other sort of behaviors would you say would be good habits or, you know, curious to hear a bit more on that, if you could? Thanks again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the, the next important thing is what you remind me is uh, when you are cultivating uh, the good habits, you have to practice again and again and again. Because if you have the bad habits early, so it is important to keep in mind so, you have to, those past habits also have a power to come, jump up and <laughs> pop up in your mind and come to the actions. So, that's why it is important to train the right thing again and again. First, you have to train your mind first. You have to do it again and again and again. So, then your mind familiar with that, those things and quickly use those, those new Training. Otherwise, your past training also effective, still effective, until you you are um, uh, start using the the new training but repeatedly. Once you start using it continuously, then the, the old old your habits getting diminution, never come up. So the, the good tra- tra- training is if basically we say the when we are de- dealing with the, the world, we have to use the, the 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 kind words the uh, when you are talking to people always you have to calm down your mind and speak well the kind words soft words gentle words that's what lord buddha say to use uh, in in the bodily actions also like that to, to, you should not fall into the 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 bad bodily actions which leads to suffering basically say this the the strong the the strongly wrong actions are the uh, the killing stealing mis- sexual misconduct that kind of things are the going in the the the, uh, the everyone except these things are wrong most people accept easily these things are not not uh, helpful to the harmony among people and it leads to suffering. Uh, in the same time, the sometimes some some minor b- bodily actions also create unhappiness in other people. So then, that's why when you calm down your mind, you can behave well and uh, behave mindfully, not to make other people disappointed or unhappy. So it is good. But in some situations, you are naturally may fall into these things. So you are, you have to train yourself to avoid and uh, behave peaceful manners, Behave the, the peaceful behaviours you have to cultivate, verbal behaviours and bodily behaviours. So this is in brief. I, you have to understand that depends on where you are living and which kind of actions you are used for dealing with people in your day-to-day life. So that depends on the, the, the communities you associate with. So the important thing is the, the mind. You should not act be, the, with the uh, greed, hatred-based mind. Unhappy mind. That is uh, unskillful. When your mind comes to unskillful mental state, that means greed-based thinking and hatred-based thinking, that leads to the un- unskillful verbal actions and bodily actions. So then, the, if, when you calm down your mind and calm down your hatred and let go it and be kind to the person, first develop the kindfulness to the, the other person. And then you start acting on, on, based on that kindness, then you are, you never fall into the wrong verbal actions and bodily actions. Then you're kind to them. Your actions become more peaceful and calm. So these things we had to you have to uh practice and choose by yourself. Because it is personally sometimes you deal with your family, the Kit and King, very close people. So you have to choose the correct actions with the kind kind heart. Because this kind kindness in your heart can arouse based on the right view, because you know all these people's behaviors based on their past uh, the habits or their past training. And uh, these are not under their control. It is, a, it is a flow of happening things. So then you can train yourself to be calmed down and carefully consider these things and behave well. It is, a, it, is a, it is the way how you have to develop the right thing because your relationship to your body and mind you cultivate based on the right view right way of seeing things. in the same way you take the other bodies and minds also in the right through the right view. so then you are kind to other bodies and minds similarly your body and mind. So then you can cultivate the right thing. The kind kind the, the the actions based on kindness, softness, gentleness. Non harming thoughts, non ill will and non sensuality. Because sensuality leads to the, the harming bodily actions and verbal actions. You just leave it alone for temporarily and calm down your mind. So is there any other questions? Do is it okay? Yeah,
2: so i uh, just curious. It's sort of like I feel like engaging in almost a bit of a conversation as you talk, even though you're speaking yeah. to everyone, obviously. Yeah. But um, uh, so when you speak of like sensuality, like I'm trying to think of the negative qualities of greed because yeah. I find it personally for me a lot easier to get rid of anger and hatred than it is to get rid of greed. Yeah. And like so I think what's so bad about like, like I'm happy I bought this thing earlier in the week, for example, and I like looking at it and I'm like yeah. as I'm coming here and things and yeah. I still consider myself – practitioner so um yeah. but so i got but you said the sensuality is that like sensual desire can lead to negative actions of body speech mind or yeah and um, maybe it's some education on why greed's so essential yeah. to get rid of yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, sensuality yeah. actually yeah the you are, have the you you are, when you are the, the way of you are taking your sensuality so it is important that it leads to the greed so, the, when you, sensuality is a part of life, no? When you are living in your day-to-day life, these senses are work and they, they, you, the choices and wantings arise in your mind. It is a part of life. But greed is a strong state of mind. Greed, when you fall into greed, then you, you don't have a control much. So, then it leads to the, the, the strong actions. So that's why greed is is not the, the the very mild level thing; it is strong. So that's why the sensuality is a part of life. So you can't. Uh, but the sensuality leads to the the greed; it is the dangerous thing. So in your day to day life, but the the, the the when we are talking about the uh, non harming thought, non ill will, and non sensual, that leads to the the higher states of mind. You know, non-sensuality is going beyond the sense sense world. So you, we 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 can't expect these things from the people who are not practicing the path. So it is, for the common people, it is good to know these things. But you are always in the sensual world. So the non-sensuality is can't. It is difficult to avoid. The, the non-sensuality is it is difficult to achieve. But you can, uh, you can, you can avoid the greed, the strong greed. Once it right? You, you can, you can do, you can calm down it. So it leads to suffering. Greed is an unskillful mental state. When greed arises, how do you, by what mechanism do you calming down? Yeah, the the good thing is to to uh, remind yourself. Whatever thing we, we gain or we possess is subject to change. These are, these are not permanent things. In the same time, your mentality related to those objects, that means your, your greed or wanting may change after some time. You are, you can, you can review back your past. So you, you had greed for some, some objects, but after some time, you don't want it anymore. You, you are, you, you sometimes, now you are hate, you, you, you have hatred towards those things. <laughs> Early th- those days, you, you crave to those things. You want these things. So you see that this, this uncertainty of your mind, mind is changing. So once you reflect on that quality of your mind, so you can quickly let go things. You know, now mind is say you want this, ah, this is the best. But after some time you say, no, 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 that is not the best, it's something else. That could be easier said than done. And if you look at,
0: okay, the track history of wanting things, being greedy for things, and then ultimately not wanting that thing. But when you're in the moment and you want that thing, it's very, I think, for me, it can be difficult to realize that, oh, when the next moment comes along,
1: I probably
3: won't want this thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I told at the beginning is this talk. You had to train your mind to let go and calm down. So that's why this is when things, thoughts, these feelings, perceptions come to your mind, it obsess. Because your training is just use the mind and work. Then the, then the mental process is going on. So then you, your, your wishes and wills all come behind that one. Once these perceptions and feelings arise, all the the volitions coming behind that sun, so it is the just the flow of happening things. When you understand this nature of your mind, and then you train your mind to be calm and review again and again whether this is true or false. So this the, you when you know about the nature of this mind, oh this one this one changed these feelings perceptions change to different states. It, it, I, you have already experienced in past, so the present. Whatever feeling, perception arising now, may change to a different state. So, so then it is another way of cutting off the value of the the feelings, perceptions arise now. So then you train your mind to be let go and be patient and review again and again, think twice. The training is through the meditation. Training is the yeah. The meditation is the best training. So you you reserve a time period and train your mind to behave well. So the
3: mind
0: leads... Do you mind coming up with the mindset? Yeah. So the the mind leads all the thoughts, feelings and perceptions. So that once the mind is trained to let go be calm, be still, be present. Those feelings, thoughts and perceptions I'm assuming will still arise but then the mind has the capacity to go, oh no, it's just that old routine again. I'm not going not gonna to play that out. I can just stay detached, separate and still. Would that be a fair summary?
1: Yeah, it is a, it is a kind of a training once it arises you just let it be, not act on act based on those feelings and perceptions. This is a training, so that's why it, it in coming third noble truth, when you train yourself to to whatever thing arises in your mind, just let it be, let it uh, uh, mm. let it be, and let mm. it fade away, mm. and let it uh, the, let the thing to calm down. Mm-hmm. So, this training is helpful when you are facing uh, the... when the feelings, perceptions arise in your mind, you let it calm down first. Let it be. In the same time, your mind knows these things are impermanent stuff. These are changed to different states. These things have no big fixed value. The value always changed to a different level. So, if you had that, then you have a different relationship to your feelings, perceptions, and volitions. Otherwise, you have a a totally uh, ignorant relationship. That means you strongly take these things as yours. That's why a lot of say, these feelings and perceptions are not yours. It is a part of the phenomena. Once you take as yours, then you, you want to deal with these things and you want to save yourself or you want to make it better, make things better for you. But if you take these feelings and perceptions are not yours, mm. it is a part of the phenomena it is a part it is mostly helped by your past the encounters and mm. past things and some mostly the unskillful may be unskillful, mm. so that's why first you you keep it as something external so this is a skill this is a training to mm. your mind w- Would
0: it be correct to say this yeah? So the mind is sitting up here yeah. and object A or desire A comes yeah. along. Yeah. And the the emotions and the thoughts and the feelings get aroused, but the mind says, "Nope, we're going to stay in stillness." Yeah. Time passes, those feelings dissipate, yeah. and then without any desire, without any greed, without any craving, object A naturally falls into our life, say, or or easily comes to us, say, would that be the correct acceptance of object A?
1: Yeah. So if something
0: comes easily and we're not chasing it, we're not craving for it, would it be correct to say that then it's okay to have object A?
1: no the the thing is the whatever object come to your mind so the mind the come to your mind means you you get the feelings perceptions related to that objects okay mm, yeah the, your mind is defined by this uh, the feelings perceptions at that moment mm-hmm. but the, the 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 feelings and perceptions come after that moment Regarding those feelings and perceptions, is the next moment. You know, this is a, the, the sequential, the thing. So then, when you develop your mind to train your mind to review all the 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 feelings and perceptions, right at the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. in a different different uh, based on different. View different perception, mm. so then it leads to a different state of mind. You know, mm. yeah. it is a it is a sequence of happening things. Yeah. So it is a training yeah. to it, use your yeah. mind yeah. Uh, accepting object because yeah. this eye ear nose tongue body and mind the consciousnesses is all already programmed and it is continuously programming. So that's why the feelings perceptions arise when contact an object. Automatically arise based on the, the, the presently available data. But when you train your mind, when it takes it and let it be, and review again based on the different set of knowledges, and use it. It is, a, it is a, like a computer work. It yeah. is happening in this mind. Yeah. I, I,
0: underst- I do understand that, Arjun. Thank you. The question I'm trying to ask is that you've done all of that yeah. and, then, and you have no desire for yeah. anything, yeah. but quite easily yeah. this, this object comes into your life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then you grab it. No, then you grab because you have the wanting. You, you no, no, want. wanting's gone away. Yeah, if there is no wanting, you let it fade away and disappear. Like the clouds are going on the sky. But it might, you but it, don't uh, control it. might yeah. passing. Huh? talking about habit. You have to control it. just passing. naturally. What's yeah, the, the, the important thing is you are cultivating a new habit. <laughs> so the old habits are diminished. So that's why letting go habit is a new habit. You know, that's why it is skillful. Lord Buddha say, cultivate these things. Then you can, you can experience the liberation. Once you experience the liberation, you know how to avoid suffering. So that is your wisdom. <laughs> you, so that is the important part. That's why Lord Buddha showed us a path to get the wisdom. When you go through this path to the top, then you understand how to liberate. First, you are inspired to let go things. <laughs> it is it is a part of the path it is a part of your training you have to get this training and achieve those states mental states then you know exactly how to liberate from suffering emptiness
3: and non self emptiness non self
1: emptiness is a perception non self is also a perception these things we use to achieve the, the liberation so liberation from suffering. Once you achieve those states, then you understand where the liberation is, how liberation arises. Who helped us to cut off the value of these five sense world objects or the mental world objects? Yes, self is grasping. But when you let go of things and self, you train your mind to let go. So, but you have to achieve those states. Then you know the liberation where the liberation is. So first, this is a training. So that's why. Then, when you train your mind to let go of things, so then it become powerful. You can let go of things. You can you can wisely reflect on things. That means when you go to eat, because still you have a human body, you have to maintain your body. You have to eat. So then. When you see the delicious food, the craving arise, it is a part of the system. So you know, if there is a small portion and you have to share with many other people, so you don't crave, you just go and just take the whole thing. Because you, you, you tame your mind and you're kind to yourself and you're kind to the other living beings, then you can take only your share. You give it to others to also, they, they, you know, they also enjoy these things. So then you de- develop a different kind of mentality when, when you train your mind to let go. So it is a training. In the same time, if there are a large number of, if there are a lot of small children, they want to, they, they like, you have it. Now over 65 years, you eat. So you can quickly let go things. <laughs> so you, 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 you can fully cut off and let go. Let it be go to the small children and the other living beings. So that kind of letting go you can cultivate, you can develop within yourself. So letting go is a part of the... the, the then when you develop this letting go to higher states, you can let go the whole five senses. That means, i.e. a no strong body, you can let go and go to the higher states of mind. So then you experience direct the liberation. So this this is the initial part. So the Review the, the see things in the right way and cut off and let go and practice meditation. Free your mind from all these the five-sense world objects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank
0: you, Bhante. Um, we have one online question. Just before that, I'll read out one comment that someone made. I have recently moved house and understand what you say about resentment towards possessions that you once desired, they become burdens rather than enjoyment. that's true. Thank you for that comment. And the the question that's come in is Bhante, how do we develop the ability to be content with just the basic requisites? The feeling of not enough causes me to feel driven to accomplish and acquire more and more.
1: Yeah. The same thing. You have to. You have to think wisely. So, the, whatever think, the feelings, perception come to your mind regarding any object. You have to first thing. If you have the training to let go, and be the only to consider the essential thoughts, because the thinking, this mind is is the one who take all objects and run in inside. So. If you train your mind to cut off all unnecessary stuff and think only the necessary stuff, so that is more, much more helpful. To that's why that is the meaning of the the, uh, uh, second factor of uh, uh, noble eightfold path. So, nikkham, the non-sensuality. You train to non-sensuality because the sensual thoughts always. Obsess in your mind, you 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 cut off the value of this sensuality and let go things. So that is the reason why people possess a lot of stuff. Because they they enjoy whatever thing they see. Uh, sometimes uh, other people um, uh, say, oh, this is nice, this is beautiful. You have to enjoy this one, that one. Or the advertisements and so many things. Obsess, come to your, your, uh, mind. And then you, you are naturally falling to do all these things. So that's why you have to, you have to see things. All these, all these IEA Nostank body is impermanent. All the feelings, perceptions, volitions arise through this me- mental process is all impermanent stuff. Or these are non-self. Non-self means you are not going to keep these things. Mind is changing all the time. To whom you say the I, I is there is no I exist. The today I is not tomorrow. Tomorrow is different I. They, that I don't want the the, the stuff they wanted yesterday I. So that kind of the, so to to which one you say saying I. So this is a ch- changing process. So when you aware of this this reality, whatever feeling perceptions arising now, you can let go. You can let it be, and consider twice, so whether this is essential to the timing. And you know this sensual pleasure is impermanent. These are change, So it leads to more suffering. So now, now that the, 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 the question, the person who asked the question, he says that whatever thing he possesses in his previous house has a problem for bringing to the next one. So these are unnecessary, most of the things. I have seen many people say the same thing, that kind of things. Because they possess so, so many stuff, they, they are become burden for them. So how to dispose this stuff? And uh, some 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 of these things have they have sentimental values and uh, so many attachments. But these are problems to bring to a small place <laughs> or different place. So they want something new. So they, this is the thing. So this is life. The, the, this is because you are you are fooled by the sensuality. This sensuality is not a... Whatever feelings, perception uh, arise in, in the present moment leads to suffering. That's what Lord Buddha say. Because you are wanting, craving change to a different level. It is a part of the system. It is not only for your problem. It is a problem with this consciousness. So you should not fool to this consciousness. So that's why this right view is important. To see things in the right way. Then you can let go things you can calm down your mind and you use only for the necessary things you can cut off most of the unnecessary stuff
3: <laughs> mantay uh, yeah. your message was about skillful living yeah right but lot of lot of yeah. things you talked about didn't give the message properly. Yeah. A lot of things. Couldn't understand. Yeah. Let, let us walk this path. Mm. Okay. So you said that skillful living. Yeah. That's correct. But then you said the mind is the forerunner. Yeah. And that's correct. Mm. And mind ha- can be trained. Mm. That's correct. And mind is, uh, uh, has a nature of habit formation. Yeah. That's correct. Habits can be skillful or unskillful. Yeah. Then we know where do you put skillful habit, where you put unskillful habit. The habit formation starts first with the looking at things and interacting with the idea of me, mine, and myself. I. If, if that is not there, no problem. Mm. But we all see things and put information into our mind mm. with the base of me, mine, and myself. Mm. We grant that mm. we do it always. Mm. With that in mind, then you interact with things with greed, hatred or delusion mm. or non-greed, non-hatred or delusion. Mm. That is skillful, that is unskillful. Mm. That is where the skillful and unskillful comes. Mm. Then the habit formation. The Buddha says somewhere is mm. That's why you're saying let go. Mm. That's what you should practice, mm. always. Mm. Get a thing and let go. Mm. It doesn't happen always. But you have to re- retain the good things as well. Mm. Otherwise you can't practice e- spontaneously interaction. So message is that the mind training, for, of course we assume that we put our information with the idea of self, me, mind, myself. Then you see the things as greed, hatred and delusion. We have to put this at non-heat, non-treat and non delusion those are the skillful things. Mm-hmm. That is the path. That is mm-hmm. the that is what we have to practice. Yes, mm-hmm. the, what are important? Mindfulness, associating mm-hmm. with good people, getting information, mm-hmm. and be mindful at the time. Mm-hmm. That is the essence of your talk, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Actually, the
1: important thing is that, that is that is not the correct thing way of uh, the seeing thing. This uh, my teaching. So, the what I I taught today, according to the, the Dhamma. So, the basic thing is there is no I me myself. You have to accept that concept first. Otherwise, you take good. You are you try to choose based on different other things. That this is good. This is bad. So it leads to the suffering again. Because first thing, there is no I, me, myself is the, is the foundation of this Buddhist teachings. So if you don't use that knowledge when you are dealing with objects, because this I and body and mind is a natural phenomena. So the delusion is a part of this system. When you see something, your, your mind says, I saw this one. It is a part of the system, but there is no I. Why? This seeing is a process. It based on the causes and condition in this moment. When it comes to a different moment, your seeing is totally different thing. You see something else. You something totally different thing in the next moment. It, that is, that's why a lot of say you can't claim this I know somebody as mind. So you have to keep in mind that reality in your mind. Because when you see, you see. You, your mind say, "I saw," but that, the I, there is no I actually. Seeing is a process. Whatever feeling, perception arises in this moment, is is a part of the system. It is, it is not yours. You're not. You see that view is important. So then you you have a soft relationship with the with the feelings and perceptions arise within yourself. So you can deal with these things in a different level. So that is the important thing. When you take at the beginning, I am now choosing that this is true, this is right thing, this is wrong thing. I I feel like this. Then you fall into the the the, the wrong thing. There is no you to feel. The feeling arises based on the delusion. All feelings, perceptions, and volitions arise based on delusion. That is the thing we have to understand. Delusion means if, whatever data now you have, it works based on that one. But the new data comes; it gives a different value to the same object. It is always processing, always processing, until the, when your death moment comes, you have a new value regarding the living. <laughs> So, it is, it is a continuous process. So, that's why it is important to know these basics. That, that, that then you can let go things based on that, that view. So, it is, it, you can let go in different levels. In your day to day life, when you are dealing with the, the, your body and mind, when you are dealing with other people, you can deal based on this knowledge. You can let go many things. Arise within yourself, and arise from external people's uh, the actions, so you can let go because you know this is a natural flow of happening things. So then, then you can develop your mind to cut off and let go of the five senses and go to the, the the higher states of mind. Also, it is helpful. But the right view you have to use in your day-to-day life also. So then you are you are going in the right direction. Then you you getting the the path correctly. If you if you try to choose based on your choices and all these things, you take and let go. You are not taking. Taking is a part of the system. If you think that you are first take the, this is I uh, I saw I me mean, this is uh, uh, I I heard I saw. So the the next moment you have to understand it is a process. It is not I. So that's why when you develop the right view, this, when you, when you listen to this Dhamma and you have the faith, this is correct, this is true, then your mind tends to use this knowledge. This, uh, this, because you just, this is, it is just heard thing, what you hear. So then you use this knowledge in your day to day life. Then you can, you develop the, the skill to, to calm down your mind and let go. So then you you get the benefits of that skill. It is in your day-to-day life work. So the, the other, other state is the higher states of mind. So they, the same skill, helpful to develop the higher states of mind and see the liberation. It is a different level. But it is helpful in your day-to-day life. And you are associated, you are always using the right view or the right knowledges related to these five senses. Because the, this delusion is a part of the system. It is not, not something separated. Delusion gives you that perception, volitions, the, with the tag that I saw, I see, I saw, I heard, I smelled that this kind of stuff, all these five sense, word, I thought, this thought came to my mind. Mind works based on causes and conditions. So then you can let go things. So these causes and conditions change. These feelings, perceptions change to different states. So it is a, that's why Lord Buddha say all these consciousnesses are like a mirage. Mirage. It is, you are running behind a mirage. You are, you are running behind your feelings, perceptions, Is you are running behind a mirage. That's why Lord Buddha encouraged people to see the cessation of these things. Once, once this consciousness ceases, you see the liberation there. Otherwise, always you are running behind something.
0: <laughs> and just for the benefit, um, to round off that conversation, Ajahn Brahm told me the best way to dissolve a delusion yeah. was stillness. Yes, yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> that is, the, that is the, 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 the last factor of the Noble Eightfold Path. You have to achieve it. Then you see the reality. So, in, in, early, you just listen and develop the, these perceptions, no, non-self. It is just a perception for you. But once you develop your mind to the higher states, it is a, just a di- direct experience. <laughs> Initially, you listen and develop this perception and use that perception to let go things, cut off and let go things. <laughs> yeah, actually, these things Buddha, teach very clearly in suttas. These are, initially, these are perceptions. You take these things out of faith, towards the the preach, or the, you are, a little bit, you can uh, think wisely and analyze things, by your mind and understand, oh yeah, this is true. This is, this is worthy to practice. Then you take into your practice and then you, you, you achieve, you get the, the liberate, the freedom or the, un, the you, you cultivate unskillful mental state. Avoid all the, you, you, you cultivate skillful mental state. Avoid most of the unskillful mental state. So based on this view. So it is just a perception at the beginning. Later you develop to the, the practical level.
0: John we we do have um, we do have two questions here one is relating to meditation so I'll get Langdon to ask that question tomorrow um, the second question here is if if someone says something hurtful to me does that mean that I can just ignore it by letting go would that not be po- would would that not be possible that I have unintentionally allowed that person to continue behaving that way
1: yeah that is true but you have to, when you are facing that kind of situation, you have to deal with that situation in a skillful way. So, to develop your skillful actions, you should not uh, fall into the, the hatred or ill will based on the that that uh, the, the other person's actions. So that's why. Right. To train, to, to come to that state, you, you should train your, your, you to let go it first. And be calm, be kind to that person. Because this kindfulness, the kindness, gentleness, first you have to, to get to your heart. And then you can act correctly. Otherwise, when you directly react on this, this kind of situation, you, you, you may easily fall into the r- wrong actions so that's why it is important to train yourself to let go first and behave well they, they, they give the, the the reaction proper reaction based on skillful means because it is helpful for the other person to to calm down or to correct the thing or to, to give forgiveness, at least if you have done something wrong, maybe other person is uh, scolding or doing something bad because your bad actions. So then you can ask forgiveness. So whatever skillful action, then you can choose without making a trouble. So going, not going to the, the much more deeper wrong states. Because sometimes you do something wrong. I have seen this <laughs> in, in my life. So they people do wrong things, and then the other people, other person is scolding. They keep mouth shut, and they they, they don't ask the forgiveness. Then they, the other person getting more upset, <laughs> because these guys now don't care about what I'm saying. So he, he that other person want to point out what you what the, the, you have done wrong, and how it is harmful to the others. But this guy don't want to listen, now, now, no, meditating. <laughs> that is not the thing I am telling. So you have to deal with it wisely. So only thing, you should not fall into the unskillful uh, verbal actions and bodily actions. For protecting your verbal actions and bodily actions, you have to, to practice the, the, the right mental, m- mentality. That means you have to calm down your mind. <laughs> is there any more questions?
2: <laughs> um, so this is the last thing that came to mind but sort of probably the most pertinent yeah. because that's how the mind works I guess yeah. um, in order to so sort of understand the world this is just about the non-self which you brought up a bit very early on when you started speaking mm. so I feel like in order to understand stuff it, you almost have to be like um, well there's the world around us mm. then this happens to us mm. I feel this way mm. it's how we make sense of what goes on, like, and choose our actions by interacting mm. with, mm. you know, reality based on how we experience it as an I. Mm. And um, so I'm finding it a bit, as I, you know, as usual, I find it a bit, dif- Not mm. it, well, you know, just, well, habitually, I find it a bit mm. difficult to concept mm. conceptualize non-self. I'm going to, it's got mm. a little mm. bit of a tangent here. Thanks, mm. yeah. Mm. Because I think, like, well, of course, you know, saying like I is a convention of language, you know, my mm. two-year-old knows she's mm. got a name and mm. this mm. sort of a thing. And it's like to say I and think you're a name, mm. and, you know, and it's mm.
3: the
2: way we make sense of things. Mm. Um So we can sort of grasp that intellectually as grown-ups. And when things happen, I tend to think more like, oh, there's a feeling, there's a sight, there's a this, rather than having a an mod, internal model that goes, oh, I hate this, mm. I like this, this, mm. this, that. Mm. It's um just you know, we're attracted to certain things based on causes and conditions, I guess. But, mm. um, so I've got, you know, some sort of an understanding of non-self, but, mm. um, yeah, just to, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, I'll just drop one more quick thing. It was just, mm. um, thanks. Uh, so with this idea of non-self, I complete someone completely out, maybe if you could address this, if someone completely understood non-self mm. would they just not crave anything? Would it be impossible mm. for them to crave and desire Stuff and become like, I guess, sort of a monastic type existence?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, this understanding has
1: different levels. Yeah, yeah. Your question is, this understanding has different levels. Actually, when you experience the higher states of mind, then it is a totally different case. Then you don't have desire. So that is a different thing. But just when you are living in this life, when you consider things as these things arise based on causes and conditions, then... It it you you develop the ability to let go things, but the desire arises because you are not achieved the higher states of mind. That is the that is the way how it works. You know it it is just uh, helpful to cultivate uh, the non greed non hatred based uh, the, the the behaviors. So that is only thing. You know it is just a perception. So no, no need. To, whatever thing you told is correct. So they just take the things as a, these things arise based on causes and conditions, or the, the, the your past habits. So, so then you, you are not giving a very. Uh, the, you are you can cut off the value of these feelings, perceptions to a certain extent, and calm down your mind. Yeah, and wait, develop the patience a little bit, and and then re- revise again, re- review again and uh, the revalue and act differently or act, the, the actions can bring to a different level these yeah. things can develop
2: yeah yeah i think it's about sort of well i yeah. see the on origination sort of nature of a lot of yeah. things and i guess everything's yeah. like that it's just um goes back to you sort of spoke about habits a bit yeah and replacing an old one yeah. with, with a new one that takes a bit more time and effort than yeah it's not just changed with a thought because we've still got the trace The energy of doing that habit over and over again. Yeah. And it'll, you know, sort of always be there in a way until we replace it with something better. Yeah. But that's, um, yeah, thanks for, yeah. Yeah, that is the way how, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So now we are going to wind up, okay. Then I, I will pay respect to Buddha Dhamma Sangha and finish this.